another short episode of Draw Near. Today we're going to take a look at the petition in the Our Father. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. As we continue to work our way through the Our Father, coming up to the end here, pretty soon we'll have one more episode on this topic. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. This petition is one that I think, if we're honest, can be the most troubling and the most challenging. Why? Because it requires a bit of self-reflection. It requires a little bit of examining our hearts. Now, why is that? First, it's largely because the way it's worded. Whenever I get a chance to speak about the Our Father, I always ask that question, what word stands out to you in this petition? And people typically will point to the word forgive. They'll typically point to the word trespass. Rarely does someone point out the word that I think requires or inspires, if you will, that challenge or that examination of our hearts. And that's the word as. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. In one sense, it's almost as if we're praying, Lord, the same degree of mercy and forgiveness I extend to others, please extend that to me as well. That can be unsettling. It can be unsettling because it's placing before us that call to be people of mercy and forgiveness, just as Christ has been to us. If we look at the Catechism 2863, it says it this way, God's mercy can penetrate our hearts only if we have learned to forgive our enemies with, this is the key, with the example and help of Christ. A lot of those things we have to forgive in our daily lives, we can't do by ourselves. We need the help of God's grace inspired by his own example. It's an interesting thing because uh, in Hebrew thought and in culture at the time, if you wanted to emphasize something, you said it twice. And as Jesus concludes the Our Father, this is ex- exactly what he does. He comes back again to this point. In Matthew six fourteen through 15, he says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So it's as if Jesus is saying, Oh, by the way, that forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That line that I just gave you, in case you misunderstood that, let me reiterate it. Let me be more clear. We see it in the Beatitudes as well. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And again, Luke 6.36, Jesus says, Be merciful, even as your heavenly Father is merciful. We see Jesus' example time and time again of forgiving. forgiving. Scripture says, While we were yet sinners... Christ died for us. And we see this in his example on the cross as he's being nailed. What does he say? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Even in the midst of Jesus being wounded and hurt on account of our our own sinful desires, he still forgives us, still extends that mercy, still keeps loving us despite our rejection of that love. That's how radical that forgiveness and mercy is. And that's what we're called to, inspired by his grace, empowered by his grace. Again, Jesus reiterating this later on in Matthew, Matthew 18, 21 through 19, 1, Peter approaches Jesus and asks him about this forgiveness thing. What does it look like? How often am I to forgive? And I'm just going to, I'm just going to read the passage for you because I think it teaches itself. I don't really need to expound on it much because it's Jesus teaching on this very topic. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, How often must I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, 
I say to you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property, in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants, who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, Pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he had paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then in anger his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you, unless each of you forgives his brother from his heart. That's what Jesus has to say on that. And again, it's reiterating the point there. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Now, every time I share this with folks, there's usually one or two people who will talk to me privately afterwards, when this is in person anyway. And they'll say, that's great. It's easy for you to say, but you don't know what I've been through. And that's certainly true. I don't know what you've been through. But I do know what I've been through. And there are many things in my life that I I know that are hard to forgive. And yet, it doesn't change the call. It doesn't change the reality of what my faith in Christ requires, what our faith in Christ requires. And that is forgiveness and mercy. And I know, I know that it is hard. But it is a decision of heart of the heart as as Christ says in that scripture, but it's not yours alone. God's grace is there to help you do it. And so I want to challenge anyone that might be listening. Maybe you're struggling to find forgiveness. Maybe someone's hurt you, wounded you in some way, and you hear this and it's hard to accept. Believe me, I understand that. But I think the path to healing, the path to finding forgiveness in many ways begins with Acknowledging the fact that you have to forgive so that you can move on, so that you can enjoy more fully the fruits of life in Christ. And I know it's hard, but you have to give God a place to work. You have to give him a little bit and allow him in. And maybe, maybe it begins with just acknowledging the fact that you know you need to forgive. Maybe it is saying to the Lord, Lord, I want to forgive. Help me. Or maybe if you're like me, Maybe it begins with saying to the Lord, and this was an actual prayer, Lord, I want to want to forgive. Lord, help me to forgive. I want to want to forgive and allow him in. Allow his grace and mercy to help you. Now, I want to be clear, forgiving is not forgetting. It's not merely a feeling. Forgiveness doesn't mean allowing people back into your lives that hurt you, It doesn't mean allowing yourself to be treated as a doormat, but it does mean allowing God's grace into your heart that you could release 
what is holding you down because it is it is a bondage unforgiveness is a bondage and so many people think they can never forgive someone that has inflicted such a difficult wound or something they've struggled with they they fear that that's going to be with them forever the reality here is that we can remember a wound we can even still be hurt by it yet still choose to forgive god's grace is there to help us when we allow god's grace to fill us and we take on the mind of christ then our sincere decision to forgive is what releases us from that bondage, as I said. We allow God's grace to flood our hearts. We're called not just to ask for God's mercy. We are also called to be merciful. Christ reveals the mercy of God. At the same time, he places before us the demand that we conduct ourselves as people of mercy. He even says this to St. Faustina, who we celebrate every year with Divine Mercy Sunday. I demand from you deeds of mercy which are to arise out of love for me. You are to show mercy to your neighbors always and everywhere. You must not shrink from this or try to excuse or absolve yourself from it. In this petition, we are acknowledging that we are sinners, but we are also proclaiming God's mercy. And so by virtue of that, God has forgiven us we must forgive others. Allow God to help us to do it. If you want a deeper dive on this topic, we actually did an episode. One of the very first episodes to draw near was on this very topic. So it will be linked in the show notes. Until next time, thank you for tuning in.